Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton bring content that is from today, what we're doing now to put the consumer first in our business, to run our real estate team, to help agents grow, to make sure that we are, I don't know, I heard a new phrase today and that's unite the industry together so yes. that we can all be better. Yes. Well, on the back of the news that Zillow is now officially going to hire agents to compete against us. We are still a Zillow premier partner. We are still converting Zillow leads. We are still fully. It's just scary. There is, I mean, and you know how you know it's scary? Because when you go and read the comments on the Inman article that was posted, you see people. We told you it was coming. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. But Today's topic is what our CMA looks like today. And so we are going to- A little to off the non-truly consumer first approach of this is more agent centric approach I, I, by the amount of participation in our audience as well. I mean, the amount of people that came, I assume that this more agent centric stuff actually brings a bigger crowd. Yeah. And you know, I like the specificity of this. Where oh. This is very simple. Yes. I just want to know what your CMA looks like. Well, so how do I, well, are you going to show about it? how it started is so there was a gentleman, um, that I listened to on other podcasts that, um, was talking about, he wrote a book on the CMA, but he was talking about using CMA software. And I don't know that I'm a fan of that at all. Oh, uh, you're, you're talking like, automated automate yeah well, how to automate well, content using apis for area information to make yourself sound or look smart yeah and to me i want to to me i'm going to take the other side of that coin and 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 we're going to talk about the evolution of the cma what our cmas used to look like why it's different why it works and that um in that discovery that we're going to walk the audience through they're going to find out why i'm not in favor of that because it's all right. So this is, uh, even if you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you. Please leave five-star review for us. If you're live with us on our public zoom room, then to unmute yourself, you can just push the space bar to temporarily unmute yourself or on your cell phone. There's a button that you push. Yeah. Hold the space bar so, down. Thank you, Adam, producer, Adam, uh, hold the space bar down. If you want to chime in, let's just make sure that this works. Can somebody hold their space bar down and say it works. Works, baby. Yeah, David. Boy, David, awesome. Nice. All right. Hey, good, good. let's kick off the show with asking how do they define what a CMA, like what is a CMA? How about that? The question we have out to the audience, anyone that would want to answer, if you want to reply, what is a CMA? I see Carlos, man. Or how, how do you, do, how do you Don't crash your car. I see you driving. No, no, no. Uh, Taking area information or sales info or valuations to determine what a property and its improvements are worth in your specific market. Wow, nice. I like that answer. Uh, taking local area information to understand what a property is worth in your market, what upgrades are worth, et cetera. It's, what's interesting to me, I've now worked with Jeff. I mean, I guess we first met in 2007. and um, we've been running the Seabock team for eight years. This is the year that we crossed a billion dollars of sales together since we started in 2012. And um, uh, I have now learned that Jeff's definition of certain words 
can be different than other people's definitions. Yes, yes. And so I try, when we're like creating materials for our team members, some of the things that I have to do is to actually put two names of it. Well, the first name is Jeff's name for something. And the second name is like what the industry calls it. Yes, yes. Right? Because CMA in your world, like what he just gave us, it was like a textbook definition. Of yeah, CMA. I mean, to me, he gave the definition. I mean, basically, if you go into Flex MLS and ours and you go to the CMA tab, it pulls up comps and allows you to pull a port, report together. With averages, and summary that, and data. And that is the, that is actually to me where my definition stemmed from that was what i would call what it used to be yeah. but due to the evolution of the world i think that we've left that in the dust but that is one definition for cma for sure yeah so carlos great job yes anyone else as i'm watching to see who unmutes their mic karen veer dude you're already unmuted you're ready to jump in Oh, you're killing me. I thought I had one. Anybody else? What's a CMA? What's a CMA in your world? Lori? The way I understand it, just a comparative market analysis, right? Comparative, comparative market analysis. That Very good. The, that comparative. Is the actual, that is the acronym. acronym comparative yeah. market analysis. Yes. Wow. That's so, so crazy. Basically, what you're looking for is you're, you're comparing uh, the home that you want to list you're comparing that home within a market to other homes that are comparable or just they're very similar to see what a buyer would pay uh, for a comparable comparable in that market, you know? Yep. Yeah. Excellent. You know what? I'm glad that we're going to start with your 2004 version, Jeff, because otherwise I would have felt like we misled people. Rest. Because this title, I mean, CMA, I forget and, and shame on me. I forget that Oh God, our CMA is like not at all what it used to be. Well, I, I mean, I, so what's your, wait a minute. So the definition, as I'm hearing their definition. If I were I'm, in the audience yes, and I was going to answer that question, I probably would have said your pre-listing package, right? Like your, you know what I mean? Wow. Different. Yeah. yeah your pre-listing package is. Well, what because the, that was already answered and that was answered. So now the other definition I would have for a CMA would be. Because actually, when I delivered this, okay, I got I was told it was a. Here's my here's my definition of it. The CMA is a uh, delivery method that the seller is interested in to get marketing in front of them. Huh? The seller wants a CMA. The seller wants like uh, you to provide your intel. Okay. Right. Oh, like yeah. you like review the comps so that you can like give me the knowledge so that I don't need you or give me the knowledge so that I can make a decision without ever meeting you. Just, just email me that CMA. Right. Well, cause and so they want that CMA. And so then I view that as the delivery vehicle for our marketing materials. So when you say here's the CMA, but it's not just the comps, it's actually all of the reasons of why they should use us in marketing packages in a marketing package, we then just use the CMA as a delivery vehicle to get our message in front of the client. Yeah, and, and you're gonna show the 2004 version and really what it was is what I learned is that if I gave people all of the answers up front, I wouldn't get a phone call. They wouldn't call you. If, you, right. if the CMA told them what their house was worth, then right. they were good. Yes, because that, that's what they were responding to marketing. At the time I was running a, uh, an ad in a newspaper or an ad in a neighborhood HOA, HOA, yep. and driving them to a website where they could order a CMA, 
That's what it, it's yeah. a comparative market analysis for their house. And then I would go over and drop off. Phil, show them what I used to drop off. All right. So I'm going to. Are you familiar with John Hall and Associates, Phil? <clears throat> yeah, you were. We were both at that brokerage yeah. in 2004. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't licensed in 04. I knew about John Hall in 2004. Okay. But I wasn't licensed right. until 06. Um, yes. Yeah, so for those that don't know, Phil's dad, Jim Sexton, owned John Hall at the time. So, yeah. That's true. All right. Thanks. And I worked there yes. as an agent. Yes. So, I'm looking at a document that we pulled out of the archives with the date May 3rd, 2004, Dear Kyle. Dear Kyle. And it is a letter that is um, on, a, on letterhead. The letterhead, it's got John Hall and Associates logo on the top. And I'm going to show it on the video so that our... Uh, people that are on the Zoom room can see what this looks like. But this is um, black and white text. Do you want to continue to describe this? Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, it was um, the idea that we needed to drop off something customized for the seller. And actually, what's not on there is on the – it used to be a three-ring binder. And we I would drive over to the house, take a picture of the house, drive home to customize it to show it to them. Um, and then it would have the details of their home and then the recent sales and or recent sales that we have sold in that neighborhood um, with lots of print. Yeah, lots of print. Like your version was, um, what I liked about this is you were actually on the... I was on. Sorry, the, I, I like about the CMA is that you were on the Horton team. Yes. At the time. At the time, it yes. It says the Horton team, Jeff Seabach area Yes, specialist. and I was driving traffic to his website yeah. as a member of his team. Yes, 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 yes nice. So um, this Word document. Word document. I'm looking. I'm I mean, on, actually, so page it one. Probably, it was probably Matt's CMA at the time. Page one, no picture. Yeah. Page two, no picture. Page three, no picture. All black and white text. All black and white text. Page four, no picture. Page five, finally a picture. I did have an article, though, about preparing their home. How This was uh, how to stage your house, uh, giving in print. That was really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You actually, you lead with this quote, 72% of all people look to the internet first when buying, selling a home, national association, national realtors association. In 2004, 72% did. Yes. yes. And all then right. technology mm -hmm. and you go into experience and reputation about John Hall, about the brokerage. Right. Uh, and see. testimonials too. Yes. Yeah. This oh. was pre Zillow. <clears throat> You had home warranty company and their phone number. Uh -huh. You had a handyman uh -huh. named and his phone number. Termite inspector, termite inspector, well, inspector. That was the number. that was the team. That was our team. Yeah, the team. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, you did have testimonials. One testimonial, two testimonials, three, four, five testimonials. Well, that was pre third party testimonial, and then you have the comps, and right? then you get to the comps exactly. And that I, that I customized for them. For, yes. So, yes. and then like the, here's your, here's the big, here's the big reveal. It says, I'm going to read this based on the above sold comparables in the last four months. And considering the active market, we would estimate that your home would fall in the 200,000 to 225,000 price range. So a 10% range, a 10% range. Yeah. Kind of yes. like this estimate. Did you yeah. list Kyle's house? Uh, I'm going to go with, yes, you did. I, I have no did idea. You? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't think 4630 so. East Campo Bello. I'm going to look that up. I'll, we should look that up to figure out if you listed the house because that will determine whether this worked then or not. Right. Well, we changed it. So I'm going to say, you know, we, we abandoned that. We did. So we, we decided, well, what it was is because I was not listing what I considered a, a large amount of houses. I, 
on average, I was listing between eight and 14 houses a year, which was good, but we were looking for, you know what word's coming? Great. Great. Yes. Right. So this is a podcast about taking agents from good to great. Good to great. All right. So, so then did, oh, no, he needs the address so he can look it up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'll give you 4630. 4630. I even have a title company and Campo Bello. Campo Bello. Right here. 4630 East Campo Bello. 85032. I'm going to say Adam, our producer is looking the property up. Did you list Kyle Clark's house? Wait for More importantly, it. what did it sell for in 2004? Oh. Wait for it. Yeah, were you right in your 200 to $225,000 estimate? That's rentals. Last time it went up, it canceled. No, no, go older. Yeah, What's go it? back to so 225. Wait a minute. What, that what year was that? 04. Jeff Cameron, I lost. You nice. lost, but he sold the house for $225,000. Because I didn't have a high enough range. Dang it. Oh, oh lowballing people again. Yeah. All right. Well, you lost. Okay. Well, well that's why. It might have been much. Let me look like it was later in the year. That was that market was appreciating in 2004. Yeah, yeah. You All right, justify good deal. it. The All right. So, but, but we changed. We went away from this word style document. Although, um, it wasn't until 2000 and but it was for, it was because we were this was, was this got you 10 years but i was attending a lot of classes and i was studying agents and i noticed that the idea that's why i threw out the pre-listing package yeah. was that it needed to be more about or i thought it just the 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 package needed to be more about the marketing of the home in more you know and and also um, apparently I didn't know a lot about marketing in 2004 cause I thought that print was a really good idea versus using pictures and video, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of text on there. A lot of text on there. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, actually the next version that we had was just like a, a modified version of this where I tried to make the fonts consistent. We like underlined headers but we were still not, I mean, we have a, we had a cut, we added a couple of graphs. Okay. But can I say just, if you're, if you haven't wrote, written this note down, the most important thing about the CMA is to drop it off before you go to the house when you have a potential seller. Yes. Right. Yes. The idea is what this packet that with this, why that's oh. the golden nugget. That is the, that is the end all be all of why we, we, the two definitions we have for this is not just CMA, but pre-listing package. These are our pre-listing package. Right. Is, yeah. Right. But, but, this is but our. to make it easier, we just call it CMA one and CMA two. CMA two right? is the one so, you take to the house during the appointment. Right. CMA one is the pre-listing package. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of what I call the purple cow. And that's the challenges is, is when you meet somebody at an open house, can you get a package to their door in 24 hours? And that is the pro tip. Why would you want to do that? Um, Cause you want to look different purple cow. You saw the commercials they are out there now, right? The purple cow sticks out, right? Because most agents fail to get a package out to then because the idea of sending the package is to drive traffic to the internet the web they you want web. them to google you you want, you want them, to them to research yes, you yes yes <clears throat> that's that uh, we're getting ahead we're trying to show the evolution of the cma but yes all right so then the next version of the cma which i don't have a printed copy of but i i, I fast forward to 2013 
Ten years later. Well, there were some later. sucky years in between four and. Were there? Yeah. What, do you, what do you call that? The great something. Great uh, recession. Depression, yeah, recession. recession yeah. Sure. All right. So then, in 2013, um, we come out with the CMA that was a little bit better because we then put a picture of our team on the cover page. Uh huh. Right. And then we used logos of newspapers that we had been quoted in on the cover page as well, so that we could try to generate familiarity we could try to tap into these these logos these where we advertised no we were advertised or we we were were interviewed on the radio we were on abc 15 we were were in the business journal yes yes like we were we were mentioned or on these these weren't paid i mean we were mentioned you had the cover story for the arizona republic one one week 2013 Yep. So anyway, we put these logos on there because we wanted to try to tap into the familiarness. We wanted but, people to look at this and be familiar with these logos. Therefore, they were more familiar with us. But also, we were talking about the places that you could find our advertising because that's what many people believe is the key to selling houses is to show that you're published in many, many different places. Keep talking. Well, I mean, the thing was, the big switch was going away from print to starting to go with pictures, graphs, and photos, right? Realizing that marketing was coming alive. Um, But also what it was is I had attended a class and uh, yeah, right? About what you're, about what to put in your- In this package, yeah. Yeah. So to me, I kept on going to classes and classes and classes, just like you're here, we're talking about it, but understanding what, what are the, the, what, what are the things that I needed to include? And that was the, to begin to differentiate yourself, you needed to talk about how you market your property. And if you can see on the second page, that, that is how we market and then the amount of traffic that we drive by doing that marketing. So marketing your property, number one. I love this, number one. Professional real estate photography. Oh, what I, wait, why do you laugh at that? I love it. Well, no, because at the time, everybody was taking their own pictures. They all got digital, they had digital cameras. Yes. No, actually, it was an upgrade to use professional photos versus, yes, the, the, the internet was littered with um, crappy photos. Yes. Nice. What was number two? Number two was community newsletters, promotions, and HOA events. Wow. Do you think that would be number two today? No. No, maybe not. Number three, driving traffic through open houses. That still exists. That still exists. We're still there. Yep. Number four, internet marketing. I, do, you, do you not love that internet marketing was just internet marketing? Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> because now it is involved in every number on this. Yes. I should yes. go look. It, it right? is only internet marketing. Yes. 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 Um, that's interesting. And it's number four. It's not the most important, right? Yeah. The most important is professional photos. We still, ha- we still say internet marketing in today's package, just so you know, it's just number one now. Yes. Okay, good. All right. All right. So, um, we had, we were still pretty text heavy then we were in 2013. We were still pretty text heavy. And then you and I, because well, realtors got a lot to say, Phil. I know, and we thought that all of our words were very important. We, so we, would <laughs> we put as many on there as possible. Yes, and then we went. And we, we also went lunch. to a thicker. We went to a thicker. I mean, because now that doubled in page size. Like we went from five or six pages, maybe two, seven, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, double sided. No, I counted the double. Okay, all right. So yeah, we're ten pages. We went to ten pages because. Um, 
if if <laughs> because just in case they didn't like page one, maybe they'll get they'd like page thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, realtors tend to puke all over people. And we were yes, because we got a lot yeah. to say. But then we went and we had lunch with a gal who, shout out. I mean, when that was our breakout year, though, 2013. This actually did work five times more than our old one because we did list a lot of ho- houses. Can you look in there at this date, Phil? Or Adam, Adam producer Adam. Just put in Jeff Seabach as the member. What was the total? I mean, we'll get the number. We'll get the number. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Just, How many yeah. houses did Jeff Seabach list in 2013? So the magic wasn't what's in the package, right? It, where was the magic in listing more houses? The magic was getting it dropped off on more doors. It yes. was the, actually the what I call tip pro tip is tracking your leading indicator, right? Because because the goal, even in every time we talk on this podcast, is getting appointments and closes. But the leading indicator to listing appointments is how many CMAs you drop off. So in 2013, we started a chart and I started to track how many of these I would drop off. Wait a minute. We started to track how many listing appointments we had first. No, no, no. And the number, and because I remember not, it, was, was it was zero. zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next week it was zero. 56 okay, that was our breakout year. Yeah, 56 yeah. houses. Nice. Okay, good deal. And so in 2013, we listed 56 houses. So we would track the zero listing appointment, zero listing appointment, one. And it gets like very exhausting tracking zeros. Well, the thing is, is there's nothing more frustrating than tracking I did nothing. Yeah. yeah. I had like, nothing, I had nothing zero, new yeah, to point right, right, put right. in there. So what, what we needed is we needed, well, the theory is, is if you have, if you're tracking a stat and it's nothing, you need to go to the thing that makes that stat and track that to see if that number's bigger. And what we found out that that number, we went to pre-listing packages, AKA our CMA. How many CMAs were we delivering to doorsteps of people? Let's track that number. Right. Our goal was to essentially meet as many people that owned a house and it wasn't listed as we could. And then to get them a package to, cause do you know, yes. do you know why I actually, you know, what, what CMA, what doing a CMA actually helped us with the most? I was going to, I thought you were going to quiz me on Ricky Kaplan, but no, go ahead. No, is because now that also meant that we were then adding that person to our database. Fair enough. Fair right? enough. Wow. Because, yes. Nice. Gosh. Right. Because we. Uh, that, I thought this was just about what our CMA looks like today. That's, well, this is part of your CMA. Is totally the agree. idea of why you want to do that? It's because you're trying to teach yourselves the principles. Because once you then have that person in your database, then you then you need to what follow up with that person. And market the problem why people yeah. don't list more houses is they don't drop off the packet. Step one, they don't. Step two, put it in your database, and then step three, follow up with that person. Right, because what we noticed is we started getting more appointments after we start dropping off the CMA. Yeah. So another phrase that I use when we're talking to our team members about the CMA is that it's really a glor it's our glorified thank you letter for conversations that we would have about real estate. Right? Because you would have con- we would have conversations with people at an open house about real estate. And we wanted to send them a thank you note for coming stopping by our open house. We wouldn't just take a card and say, thank you, and include a business card in it. But because 
we would take this package because we didn't want to just write a note because then it did not tell them enough other than that you were a great guy because you were saying thank you yeah we wanted to tell them about all the one well because we always as agents think that we're really good at our job so this was an opportunity for us to um show them so we started tracking how many of these cmas we sent out to people and it's weird when you track things um your attention and your focus and your creativity and your ideas you mean all, we went through five versions in a month it, or so. <laughs> it, all, it all spurs these different ideas on how to make that number grow because yeah. last week that number was four and i want to double that number so where am i gonna meet more people to double that number and we thought if we invested a lot of time in a fancy packet that we'd actually be more interested in dropping more of them off. Yes. yes. And the reason, I mean, we put them in a folder. Remember, I mean, our folders now are these branded folders that have our team name and our brokerage well, name what and whatnot it was is, on them. And a little bit behind the folder, if we want to get into it, is um, my competitors were dropping off um, leather-bound books as pre-listing packages. They were dropping off. They were coming out. The industry really went into this that sounds expensive well it was based on if you had a listing appointment you would drop it off before the listing appointment to announce the all of the homes you sold and how great you were like it was the brag before the appointment but because we knew we were be dropping off a lot of these we couldn't buy leather bound books for just any random person but what we found is that different than a lot of marketing is the folder doesn't get thrown away it gets put in a drawer. As easily as like a thank you note. Yes. A thank you note, garbage immediately. Right. No that, interest in right. saving. Like, gone. Gone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the package that's got some information in it might live in the desk drawer for longer. It's harder to throw away. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah. And then um, now 2013 to me was a major, major change in the world. A major change in the world that also... In the, in the updated one, we made a major shift from C, this CMA to this CMA. Phil, do you want to tell them what it was? <laughs> uh, we went to more photos. Yes. Try again. I'm going to go with check out page one, what we included. Oh, we stopped including comps. Yes. Uh, hold on. Stop the bus. Mm. Phil, what you said mm. is our comparative market analysis, which was based on comps no longer had no comps. longer had comps correct yeah because what happened is we were sending out too many of them that from a logistical standpoint we decided to test if we needed to include comps or not right because logistically it was hard to have every glorified thank you letter that went out and i mean we were customizing because we were trying to pull custom comps we were trying yes, we had formulated like, a way to pull comps and that delayed the within 24 hour process too long to where we said, okay, let's just try it without comps and see if we saw the same effect. Right. And what happened? We still had the same effect. So we, yeah, we, we listed actually more houses later in the year, not having comps because we got them out faster than actually a packet that had marketing information without comps could still be called a CMA. Because CMA. The, the intent of the CMA is to what, Phil? Get a listing appointment. Get a listing appointment. And if you give them all the information they need, then they won't call you for a listing appointment. Right. So what we learned is that we should just give them a 
pre-listing package, marketing package. A marketing package. Yeah, here's, right. here's why we're great. Yes, and drive people to the internet to see more reviews about us, yes. But <laughs> I'm just waiting for your next pause for me to fill in. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna, um, uh, I wanna get back though to the, to the meeting that we had in the Southeast Valley with the agent who showed us hers. We showed her, oh, we, we showed her. her. I think she's retired now. Though. She is retired now, okay. but Mindy, wore, but Mindy yes, now runs Mindy, it. Yes, and Mindy. so Amy Jones was uh, killing it in an area that was not, that we did not overlap in. Another blogger, like we were internet person, but she was doing very well, getting lots of listings. So we took her out to lunch. We did. And we showed her ours. Pizza, if I remember. You're better at that than I am. And she, and she showed us hers and her pre-listing package CMA, was so wonderfully feminine it was like it was it had it had love in it where ours was so engineering it was pink it was and it, whatever it, color it was it was just it it, was i had envy i, I like, was like i remember I had balloons total, and flowers is what i remembered yeah total cma envy of pictures she was a photographer and it was just it really warmed me up to the idea that this cma packet needs to be way more visual than i originally thought yeah, you mean we were still uh, we were text we were heavy, text heavy, and she wasn't, and that's when we made the switch to page two. You want to show them? Yeah, page? so page two, we immediately went back to the office and put a page together that was. So did you wait? Hold on, did we host photo shoots to get those photos? Phil? No, no, we just went and got pictures of our team members off of probably Facebook. Facebook is what time. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, cause the, the, the team members like, well, we want you to, are we going to shoot a team photo? No, we're just going to get rule of eight. Just, it was just a matter of getting pictures of people to help humanize us to help not like, we don't want to be corporate. We don't want to be, we're just real people that are and out there. Thank you, Amy Jones for sharing your knowledge and something that we implemented. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So then, and then it's interesting, right? Cause you, you end up developing things inside of your package based on um, objections that you get. And at the time we were with a company called realty one group that wasn't uh, that sometimes there was a little bit of pushback on well, they, who they, they were. They did that company. I don't know if your brokerage does, but that company did not do a lot of national branding to help us sell houses. Right. Like it, they don't advertise to the consumer. Yes. So then we put a sheet together on basically who they were with what, you know, the fact that at the office we were at, we outsold some of the competitors that were around there. Again, a visual sheet. So this is when we made the change. I'm going to show this to the people as well. It's basically a graphic that's got the map. It says number seven in the country with a bar chart down below that talks about our office that outsold some of the other brands like Remax, Russ Lyons, and Realty Executives. That was the that was the that was when we made the shift from going on a text heavy to now whatever we do should be as graphically charged as possible. I think we should ask who's got questions. You guys said Amy Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. Didn't you guys interview her on the podcast? Ooh. No, I think we interviewed Mindy Jones Mindy, on the po Mindy podcast. Yeah, her, her daughter, daughter. Yeah. Who now runs the show. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah, Mindy. Nice. nice. Carlos, longtime listener. Yeah, Way to chime well, in. Appreciate you. that, oh, brother. You make me blush. Yeah, I, I, I attended one of your, I think it was the first, the first Zoom room, and I told you all guys that I've been, while I was going to school, um, I, uh, 
I listened to y'all for about a year. That's right. So That's I went awesome. back. Texas? Oh, you went to Texas? Yes. Corpus yes. Christi, Texas. Yes. Awesome. We remember. And Thank sorry you, about Carlos. The phone. I got two phone calls ago. I just closed on uh, I just closed on a home that is going to allow me to become a full-time real estate agent. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, all you right, know, Carlos, Carlos the, the likelihood of that happening without our podcast is, is probably high. <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you guys, no. A lot of what I what I do and the way that I that I speak to clients and my processes and 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 just me how how I present and how I how I do business with my clients, it's a lot to do with you guys and two of my mentors. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. you guys, yeah, a lot of the things that I do are, um, I get them off of you guys. Wow. I, I'm going to tell my wife about you tonight. <laughs> thanks, Carlos. That's very yeah, nice thanks, man. All right. Good deal. Well, thank awesome. y'all. All right. Any, anybody else want to give us credit for anything? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so are we gonna fast forward to today? Yeah, well, right, I mean, so. the thing is, is just to give you an idea, so um, that year we listed, how much did we list it? That year, what that was, was 2013? 2013, we 56 listed 56,000 for how, how much? Thank you. I don't even love our CMA today. I love today. that we clicked the CMA button on the, yeah. I don't even love our CMA today, but it's, okay, it's but, amazing. But I want to talk about just one concept, 23 million. All right. And then last year we listed 88 million. So because the, the thing I understand is that this is how uh, we go pro tip or whatever you want to call it. But the consumer from 2013 to 2016, there was a huge growth in the consumer being able to get their value online which went along with us not no longer providing it. And why the thing is, is when you're talking about comps, I'm gonna use the word you're wasting time at this point because they're gonna get, and they're actually gonna believe the third party website of the Zestimate now, um, Redfin, Redfin Realtor.com. Realtor Everybody giving, gives automatic valuations. Right. They're actually going to, they're just going to take whatever one's the highest and count that as theirs. And that in your, uh, to me, it's just not the right time to, like, to me, the time to be talking about comps is after you've reviewed the house, after you've reviewed their needs, after you've walked the house, and then to do it on a computer in front of them, I do it with my iPad and I, every house, when I go to list it, we review so that they can see why I believe what I believe. And that's why we, we no longer ever include any comp information in the packet at any point. We, we give them a link to go to an automated value now. It's 30 seconds away so that we can capture their name. But that, that is just the, but because it's the intent of that is a CMA and that was to try and get a listing appointment. Why we stick with the name CMA? Cause it's still the same idea. It's just, um, the goal is to get the appointment. The goal so is that, then the you can review the yes. comps yes. in front of them. Right. Um, all right. So today's version, the reason why I say I don't even, I'm not even in love with today's version is because did you, you not create today's version? 
Um, because it's always a work in progress in my world. Okay, good deal. Right? right. I mean, one of your, one of the chapters of your book is the rule of eight. Right. And the rule of eight means make it an eight out of ten, get it out the door. Perfect will never get out the door. Ten of ten never gets out the door. It's and so when important. I look at this to present, you know what I want to present? A ten. And you know what I'm presenting in my in, mind? In seven. An, an eight. Oh. <laughs> right. The one that we use, and right. that makes it. And that's a, that's hard. Some people that's hard for. Other people it's not. Right. Just be aware that eight gets out the door. So today's version, which is very graphical. Let me see if there's any small text. The only small text we have on here is the review. The reviews. Yeah. The testimonials. All the other stuff is like big texts and, and um, more graphical. So I'm going to stand up and show this off. Um, let me see the picture. Oh, okay. So what we're trying to do is just show, uh, if, if you've ever seen, or you, I think a few episodes we talked about was show your work is action photos of us being ourselves, us out in the field, us marketing houses. I mean, cause really when someone's trying to hire you, they want to know what you're going to do to market their house. They want to know that um, they're looking for um, third-party validation. It's why we include reviews on Zillow and we have reviews on Realtor.com or Yelp or Google or Facebook is because those were better than what we used to do is we used to handwrite reviews. And you're only kidding yourself if people are going to read what you believe of yourself versus what a public site would say about you. And then the other thing that we're trying to establish is to demonstrate how much traffic we drive with our marketing. Cause at the end of the day, I don't think that we should be relying on MLS to sell our houses that we should be doing more and that we pride ourselves. I mean, right now we're selling 43% of our houses before they gets to MLS. And that's cause we're trying to, um, we're trying to do things to actually bring buyers to houses. Um, the last point about that, the urgent thing was added because um, I came up with this concept in 2012 <laughs> about- uh, Because the dude that bought the screens before you got there. <laughs> yeah. The guy that bought the screens. And when you were there and he was so proud of his new screens <laughs> that he had no more money to do what mattered. Right. The guy had spent $3,000 on sunscreens. And then when I asked him to replace the brass handles in his house, he told me, I just spent $3,000 on sunscreens because it keeps the light out of the house. And when I told him that we take off the screens, <laughs> we realized we have to tell him in the pre-listing package yes, not to do anything. Right. Do not do anything. Cause it's funny that people think that they can go to a TV program, not their local agent to learn what to do to get the most for their house i mean it's ludicrous yes it's ludicrous so that's the document that we have that says urgent please make no changes to your home until we have seen it we want you to invest your time energy and money wisely so you get the most for your home we still have uh marketing i mean but property. the thing is because sometimes people will spend 10 15 000 on the wrong stuff because We've learned that money in the right places actually gets a two or three to one return. We're five pages now. Our CMA is one, two, three, four, five. Well, because we learned it's cheaper to send less pages. 
in the if you're mailing them. and the results the same as long as it's in a folder and it's we got the we got the same actually better results with no comps and pick more pictures than printed yeah i think that it is understated that when you have a conversation with somebody about real estate and within 24 hours, they get this packet on their doorstep, hand-delivered with a note that says, hey, Carlos, it was really nice talking with you today about your house. If you have additional questions about what the market is doing, please don't hesitate to reach out. Here's a little bit more information about me and what I do in this business. And you sign your name. When they get that packet on their door within 24 hours of you having a conversation with them, that piece of the process is impactful. And that's why it's okay to have an eight out of 10 pre-listing package, AKA CMA is because when you execute that process over and over again, that process wins. Okay. So I'm going to add my little piece to that. To, it's, um, it's something I learned in software before I got into real estate and it's called process over product kind of rule of eight is that the process can win you more business sometimes than the product because the product. people fall in love with your, um, your delivery method. They, they believe what they see. And when you show up versus just talk to them and you drop off stuff, you, you, they, 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 they believe that your thoroughness will convey through your sales process as much as the, the, the process of trying to win them as a client. Gold, man. All right, well, well, I what about, I got no, I got one more Go question. Ahead, question. Justin Tiffany said, "What's the name of your book?" What's that? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> I wrote a book. It's I'm not going to release it yet because we're going to write a book on teams first. But it's called Rule of Eight. Right? Not just the chapter, but the title. Not just oh, the okay. title. I misspoke. I'm yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the, the book is called Rule of Eight, and what Rule of Eight is is that um, too many people in marketing wait until they have something that's perfect and that the joke is on us because you can see here we still haven't made our cma a 10 yet there's things that we want to it'll improve, never be a 10 but it's more important to get it out the door than it is to keep improving on it so like the fact that you got a folder and you got a couple pages start sending them out and wait for the consumer feedback to tell you whether it's good or bad. If you're getting listing appointments, then just keep on sending that bad packet out. Who cares? You're getting appointments. Now, if you, if you drop off 20, either you suck or the packet sucks if you don't have any appointments. So the question is, is if you're, if you're, a, if you're previewing a lot of houses and you're selling a lot of houses and you're dropping that off, then you know it, it may be that. But the reality is, is it's usually not, it's more important to get more of them out than it is to make it better. So, yes. Um, I want to talk reverse. about, I got one more thing. What's that? Okay. No, no, I was going to talk about, so there's a thing I have called the CMA2, okay? So the CMA2. Do <laughs> you want me to give them the street, the street definition of what CMA2 give is? Give them the street definition. Um, your listing appointment presentation. <laughs> yes, right? So the thing is, is I don't do a listing appointment presentation. Um, but you take documents with you to a listing appointment. I take documents with me to a listing appointment in a folder like this. And if they have this folder there, I just tuck them in and I take the folder because I don't, I don't think they need a lot of folders, but in there are the five most important things 
that every seller wants? Five. Five, yeah. What are they? You're well, going to be able to name I don't them? Know. I'm going to call you out. Well, the first one is um, communication. Oh. Yep. Two, they want to know the value of their house. They want to know a range. Three, they want to know the um, what are the things that buyers are looking for. The, the fourth one is just a document that outlines what is important. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? All right. And then the last one is um, what are you concerned with? Right? Like, so what of the, it says, I mean, it, it started it from 2013. Is it still in there? You threw it out? I filed the, uh, yeah. the old one. So this is a document we still include. And it just says, you know, what are you concerned about? Buyer qualification, multiple listing. It's just to make sure you get out all of the concerns because they get the, when the engineers get this, they actually circle the number and you show up and then they, it's funny because they're like, so what you, what you're just, what you're talking about right now is that you have a piece of paper that, that has a bunch of potential concerns on the left column. And then in the same row, the pricing client does zero, one, two, three, or five for not concerned or concerned. Right. Are they concerned about advertising? Are they concerned about open houses? Are they concerned about closing costs? Are they concerned about security, negotiations, financing, broker commissions? Like what is most important to you? And you, and you are shocked at what they're, most concerned about security is actually one that I saw that was a five most of the time. And I, I found that all striking because I can't say we've had much theft. Right. If any. any. Yeah. Questions. Is there anything that we didn't cover? What Carlos? I said, you guys literally go drop them off. Like, yeah. Yeah. The best. Yeah, why? Why do we? Why, or, why do you think that it's better to hand deliver than mail? Well, I mean, in mail they can get they can get lost, um, or they'll see uh, just mail. Throw it you know out. What, what do sellers want, Jeff? They want a local area. A local, extra, extra. a local. And when you a drop local. it off, it shows that you're local because. Even if you're 30 minutes and you drop it off, they believe you're local. I was, a, I was in the neighborhood. I was in the neighborhood, right? Like to me, they want to know that you're because uh, around it's the, it's the thing that makes it easiest to believe. And that, so then your, your process is speaking for you things that then they don't have to ask you if you're local, because if you mail it, it, it may feel that you were too far away you know, why didn't you just drop it off? I mean, yeah. cause think about it. If it's your neighbor's house, are you going to mail it? No, no. You're going to what? Well, you're going to hand deliver. Right. That, so why wouldn't I you I'm a little behind? Cause I had to mute y'all when I took that, that phone call. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah. But you the know, idea so, yeah, is I understand. I understand. Yeah. Having, having an actual, you know, delivering it is more personal. It's just like what I do right now. I'm a salesman and I don't just go and, just drop off stuff and not say hi to the owner. No, but we you know, do. Actually, actually, yeah, no, I, my intent is actually, because what I learned. Don't knock. By losing is, I yeah, I, we Sit ding, back ding, so your mic is in front of We ding dong deliver, hit the doorbell and leave, because what it is is if they invite you in, if they see you, they likely will invite you in, and then they count that as a listing appointment, 
and I didn't pull comps, so I'm not ready. And I would lose those appointments because they, I would, they, I'd come in, we'd do a 10 minute walk through the house and then, um, I would follow up with them and they're like, well, you've already seen it. And I'm, and my, it would mess with your process, right? You couldn't execute on the process that worked because I wanted to get at least 45 minutes with somebody. I wanted them to look at it as a serious appointment. I didn't want them to think it me coming over was just this casual drop by when I want a listening appointment, I want 10 o'clock. I want me to show up. I want the, you know, the prepared, I want to be ready and I want to kick ass. Like that is our, that is game time. And because I'm the other thing about mail is it's slow and you can drop off this packet within six hours, within 24 hours where mail isn't going to get there in most cases in 24 hours. And I want it to, I mean, we really stuck to this religiously 13, 14, 15, as we were in a climb trying to get more and more listings. Now with a little more strong of a brand, we can be a little slower. For anybody that's listening to the podcast that wants to actually get a link to the Zoom so that they can watch, see what these packets look like. Uh huh. Adam, is that, does the Zoom link stay alive where we can follow it up? No. All right. So then actually you, it saves it though. Jenny said that. Yeah. But this, the zoom link dies. So then instead what, if you want to, if you want more information on our CMA packets, then just email us, right? Yeah. Are you Jeff at cbach.com? I'm still Phil at cbach.com. S I B B A C H.com. All right. So what's a question to the audience or, um, I don't see anybody feedback, unmuted. right? Like was today helpful? Like, are you wondering about your CMA? Are you wondering timing? Is it any chats, Adam? Yeah, we just got one from a Justin Tiffany. Curious, Jeff, do you still go on listing appointments and how many? Justin Tiffany said, curious, Jeff, do you still go on listing appointments and how many? Yeah, I think, um, yes, he was, still goes on. Yes, listing I still go on listing appointments. I was at one last night. I think it's, I think I, I think the number is 98 so far this year. So not all of them, but some. Good question. Thank you. What else you got, Adam? Nothing else. All right. Well, that concludes. So reverse CMA. Is that a, something you want to talk about? That's a about future well? topic. We got to wrap it up. That's yeah. a team member topic. Team. There's, there's some things that we keep as team member topics. Some things. Ah, that's what I like to hear. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for listening. Like I said, if you see this podcast out there and you want to click five stars, we love it. Karen Beer said thank you guys. And Justin said, wow, thanks guys. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good one. See ya.